0: Everyone, we have some really interesting kind of Bible stuff going on in the gospel today, so allow me to nerd out for a few minutes on what's going on. The gospel sets up an interesting parallel between John the Baptist on the one hand and an Old Testament prophet named Elijah on the other. It's showing that they're connected and their ministry is connected. In a certain way, then, John the Baptist is carrying out a similar ministry, and a similar mission that Elijah carried out in his time. That's why, everyone, the Gospel mentions uh, that John the Baptist is clothed in camel's hair and a leather belt. This isn't some ancient world way of getting dressed. It's weird, it's strange. But the reason that John the Baptist is doing it is because Elijah didn't, did it, dressed that way. It'd be, and as I said, it's strange. It would be just as strange as if I walked into mass today and I was in sweatpants and a sweater. That would get your attention. John the Baptist is getting the attention of those he's speaking to, and he's showing that I'm connected to Elijah. I have a similar ministry and mission. There's a few other examples here in the gospel as well. John is carrying out his baptizing and preaching near the Jordan River. This is the exact same place that Elijah carried out his ministry. John has a liking for chewing out the powers that be. Here are the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He sees them and he says, you brood of vipers, who warned you of the coming wrath? Elijah too in his day crit- criticized and called to repentance the rulers of Israel and the kings of Israel in his time. John the Baptist's preaching is very clear. Don't count on your ethnicity. He says to him, don't don't count on the fact that you're sons of Abraham. God can raise up from these very stones sons of Abraham. Don't count on your ethnicity. Don't count on your heritage. But be dedicated to God from the heart, from the center of the soul. Elijah, in his time, had the same theme in his preaching. But easily, my favorite parallel is this. Elijah eventually passed on his ministry another prophet named Elisha, and he did it at the Jordan River. Elisha went on to do remarkable things. Most notably, he cleansed lepers, he raised a child from the dead, and he multiplied loaves of bread in order to feed the crowds. Who does that sound like? John's ministry, too, is preparing for someone greater, just the way that a at Elijah, everything he did was preparing and passing on to Elisha. And John too did all this at the Jordan River. And John passes on his ministry to Jesus. And Jesus does what? He cleanses lepers, he raises a child from the dead, and he feeds the multitudes by multiplying loaves of bread. I think that this connection between John the Baptist and Elijah This preparation for Jesus is the way to interpret John's clear message, his clear call to repent. We interpret repent everyone through the lens of there is one coming who is greater than I. That's why we repent. There is one coming who's greater than I, whose sandal I'm not even worthy to carry. It's not primarily a moralizing message john's message to repent it's not primarily moralizing about reinforcing our guilt complex it's not even primarily about giving more moral effort it is challenging and it is in your face john says you brood of vipers and he talks about gathering up the the chaff and the wheat and and burning unquenchable fire da 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 that's in your face that gets your attention and so that's true But it's not moralizing. It's not about reinforcing our guilt complex this Advent, or being asked to make changes that are unreasonable and and change things that are out of our control. Everyone I'm not a language expert by any means. English is tough enough. But I'm I'm told that the Greek word, that was a joke by the way, just so you know. I'm told that the Greek word for repent, the Greek word for repent literally means a change of mind or perspective. That's what it literally means, to change your mind or to change your perspective. And I'm told that the Hebrew word for repent literally means to turn around, to literally turn your back around. The key everyone, the key everyone for conversion and repentance the conversion and repentance we desire this advent is to reorientate 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 everything around jesus to see my life from the perspective of jesus the perspective that god sent his son into the world in order to save the world and that's the most important thing that's ever happened in the history of the world to see everything from that perspective this is the most important thing that's ever happened to the world. The fact that God sent his son and took on human flesh, that matters for life. It matters for every part of life. From this perspective, everyone, just to give a few examples, the perspective that Jesus is the most important thing that's ever happened to the world and in my life. Any area of sin, When i view areas of sin places i'm struggling to say no to sin from the perspective that jesus is number one all of a sudden that area of sin becomes a place that jesus can work it becomes a place that i can receive forgiveness from him not a place that i just increase my guilt and the berating of myself From this perspective, everyone, Jesus is the most important thing, and I view everything through that lens. From that perspective, any blessings I receive, especially spiritual blessings like the sacraments or graces in prayer or forgiveness of sins, etc., any blessings that I receive become an opportunity to be grateful to God and to be connected to him through gratitude. From this perspective, anyone, that Jesus is the most important thing that's ever happened to the world. From that perspective, any places that I experience suffering, where life doesn't seem like it's just going right, where I struggle, where I hurt, any sufferings that I experience, rather than becoming a place for self-pity or something like that or to feel crushed, when I experience that suffering, it becomes an opportunity to share in the cross of Jesus to share in the cross of Jesus and to carry it with him. There is a place for moral effort, everyone, and it's an important thing. We should try a little bit and help God out. There is a place for moral effort, but it's a second place. The first thing and the most important part of conversion and carrying out this message of repent is that the most important thing in life The most important thing in life is Jesus, and I view everything else from that. The greatest gift in my life, that's Jesus. That's what comes at Christmas. That's what the preparation in Advent is about. And I want to give him room and view everything else from that place.